0: Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! We now state emphatically, it's happy anniversary. Not another day could be a happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy
1: anniversary! Happy 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 happy, happy anniversary! All right, knock it off.
2: It's the Lifers Podcast with Scott Lucas, Gabe Rodriguez, and Ben Reiser. And now, here's Scott, Gabe, and Ben.
3: It's a Local H Podcast with me, Scott Lucas. Uh, I'm the singer and guitarist of Local H. And welcome. And my co-host is uh, Gabe Rodriguez. Most of you, some of you. Maybe a couple of, you know, Gabe from GMP records, the record label, the merch store, as well as the now defunct hardcore zine. Uh, You might also know him from playing with Local H, tour managing Local H. Uh, What else do you do, Gabe?
4: I play a main tambourine.
3: Yes, (laughs) listen to those guys. Listen to how, how polite they are, how we sound like babies. Back then, Gabe, you were 49. Closer to 48. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> happy anniversary, guys.
0: Aw, happy anniversary.
3: It's been a year. And when you, and when you listen to that, what, what, what kind of memories does that bring back for you, Gabe?
4: I think that was two homes ago. I was in two different states
3: back then. <laughs> oh my god. You, you have had quite a year. You had a worse year than Paige Hamilton. What happened to him? Everything. That's right. Paige yeah. Hamilton is the the Job of uh alternative heavy rock. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what kind of memories does that evoke for you, Ben?
0: Uh I I I, I was I know I was really nervous and felt like. Am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to fit in? Am I going to say too much? Not say enough? I didn't didn't know Gabe from a hole in the wall. I didn't know how that was going to be. But it's nice that we started right around Valentine's Day and here we are for our first anniversary again, right right at Valentine's Day, more or less. Because one of the things that people say about us is that it sounds like we love each other.
3: So... All right, so yeah. All I'll right, be, so
0: you asked people. You asked people to to tell us their favorite moment or episode or bit. You want to hear what the what the what the Facebook comments were?
3: Yes, Gabe, have you looked through these comments yet?
4: I saw a bunch. They were they were pretty interesting, and uh, there's a common th- theme amongst a lot of them. Okay, D- Ben, do you know what this common common theme is? I
0: think it's going to be that they like it when we're just talking to each other.
3: Is that it, Gabe? Or is it the theme that it's, I'm a jerk? That's most
4: of it. When we're just... You no, know, sometimes they see you guys are not nice to me. <laughs> 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 but, uh, no, they, they, they like the back and forth and uh, they think there should be more of it. But, you know,
3: whatever. That's funny because everybody else in my life says you need to cut that shit out on the on the show. They're like Okay, but those are those
0: are fuckers who don't really listen to us on the regular.
3: It's possible. You're right. You're right.
0: Joe says his favorite thing is Ben versus Gabe, the thesis slash debate on Matt's versus
3: maiden. Okay. Watching Gabe get crushed by Juliana and say, I've never even <laughs> heard an Iron Maiden song. Uh,
4: <laughs> no, I mean I I See, that's the, thing, that's the thing that's different between me and you, or you and me, or whatever. I don't think any less of her because she doesn't know Iron Maiden. Or
3: doesn't. I don't think any less of you her because way. you don't I... know Iron Maiden either. I just think less of you no. for many, many other reasons. <laughs> you know, you guys have never asked me this question. You've asked everyone else, but I've never been forced to choose between Maiden or Replacements.
0: All right, you have to give up one from your collection. You have to ditch one of these bands from your collection, quote unquote.
3: Listen, and this I don't could be the end of it. Want to be a poser here? Okay. Uh, I mean, we're all posers, <laughs> right? We're talking about posers with Jay Robbins, and we have talked about posers many times with Gabe. I think we're all posers, <laughs> but most of us don't have the guts to admit that we're posers. So, uh, do either of you have your phone? on hand can you call me Ben yes why I... not
5: give me a call this is exciting this is something that I've never done you've never called Scott and
3: hopefully you'll no. never have to again I don't have that relationship with any that. that's not the replacement bring the phone back a little bit bring the phone back a little bit I think you have your answer.
4: Yes. I knew that answer. I didn't have to say it. (laughs) Hey, call my phone. If you call Ben's phone, he's going to play Lump from the (laughs) Presidents of the United States. I still need to know if Ben wrote that song or not, Scott. I don't know what that is.
3: Who is that?
0: That's Tegan and Sarah back in my head.
3: (laughs) Well, that's not the replacements or Iron Maiden.
0: There you go. That's the answer. The answer is always Tegan and Sarah. Okay. What else we got? Jerry says, off the top of my head, the pitch for a Helen Keller and Frank crossover on the Justine episode is probably my favorite moment thus far.
2: Previously on mm-hmm. Lifers.
3: Dude, upstairs where I grew up, it is like, it was like, and the ceilings were like six feet high. It was like an attic up there. I mean, I you was that? it was it was like a Helen Keller's house up there. I mean, I,
6: Helen I, Keller's house. I, what the fuck does that mean?
3: I meant Anne Frank's house.
6: <laughs> Anne Frank. No, you mean. No, you don't mean Anne. Oh, Anne Frank. I, yeah. You mean the addicts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: It was like Anne Frank up in that place. OK. Is I that imagine OK to Helen say? if Helen Keller and Anne Frank lived in the same attic together. <laughs> that would have been wild. Well, Helen Keller would never know.
6: Well, she'd be kind of loud. Yeah. Yeah, I it's wouldn't like, want her on my team. Helen, shut the fuck
3: up. The Nazis are downstairs. Yeah,
6: and then she can't hear you. that's so not gonna uh, this is getting cut out. It's
3: no, no, fun. we're gonna write. We're gonna dude, this is this is our this is our next movie. <laughs> 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 Helen Keller meets Anne Frank. Brilliant.
0: In one shot, in one take.
7: <laughs> in <laughs> in one, one shot. shot. <laughs> it's a one so you,
4: you didn't uh, put an offer
7: in on the house? You didn't put an <laughs> offer on the house? Did not put an offer on the house. <laughs> but anyway.
3: Yeah, Helen Keller in the Frank a- attic is, come on, that writes itself, that's gold. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, Dave says, John, your thoughts? John McCauley was a highlight. I said at the time he should be a recurring guest or guest host. That episode was a lot of fun. And Kurt says, Dave, I came here to post the same thing. So two people agree with that.
2: Previously on the Lifers Podcast.
0: I think Sean Lennon uh, assisted with the remix. Um, I'm not. Sure. I, maybe maybe Giles had something to do with it. Uh, is it I Giles? I have not read the. Oh, I don't know. I haven't read the liner notes. Nor have I learned how to pronounce Mr. Martin's Here's a better question. First name is it really? Mercury. Is it really J Giles or is it Gay Giles? <laughs> you opened up a whole fucking can of worms. We're
4: talking about Jay Giles here, the real Jay Giles. <laughs>
3: The real Jay Giles. I mean, there the, is no the, real there Jay There is a rage <laughs> in the cage. <laughs> we're just, we're just, you know, trying to beef up our playlist for this episode.
8: Uh,
0: can't all. I, I have kind of a, an embarrassing admission to make that involves Jay Giles' band.
3: Oh, we <laughs> live it. for this. Come on, here we go. Uh, for the longest time, probably. He,
0: I mean, I don't think, I probably wasn't like 23 or so until I realized that uh, Don't Do Me Like That was Tom Petty. I always thought it was a
3: Jay Giles (laughs) band. All right, Gabe, now's the time when you ask John a question.
4: I'm still freaking out about Jay Giles. The the song with one of the best whistles of all time is, what is that, is that Centerfold? It is Centerfold. Except I can't whistle like that with my lips. Can you try? (laughs) With your
7: lips? (laughs) I I whistle with my tongue. I whistle
4: with my tongue, not my my lips. Whatever.
3: I I, I don't know what game is on right now. (laughs) I can fart with my hands.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that that was a two-parter,
3: wasn't it? That was a two-parter because I was editing it and I was like, ah, fuck it. I, I I can't get this down because we talked to him for, what, three and a half hours? And that's where the whole your thoughts thing was built. There was also when I was going through a major mind games phase. Not mind games, but John Lennon's mind games. The song mind games, yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: That was a great episode. Great two episodes, and I'd, I'd love to have John back.
3: Yeah, John fit right in. Like, I I feel like If we ever lost Gabe, we could get him in and uh, we wouldn't miss a step.
4: What, are you trying to push me out here?
0: What's going on? No. Shannon says the Lyft driver who wouldn't get vaccinated is a highlight for sure.
2: Previously on Lifers.
3: What's your name?
1: Shondell. Nandell? Shondell. 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 All
3: right, so you picked up Ben, and then what happened?
1: He said he was at a concert here, and I'm like, oh who's playing I, <laughs> and he said local something so in my the, my normal brain I'm thinking oh it's just like a local band or something like that right and then I heard it and then it like then I heard it again like it like it triple ticked in my brain to realize who he's talking about and I'm like wait a 2nd like wait a second <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
0: Uh, oh my God! Tell him the story. Tell him. Tell I, him about my, the
1: word. I said it's the last big word I learned. Copacetic, right? Big did like,
0: you tell me it was the last big word your mother taught yeah, you? Yeah, my
1: mother taught me that my last big word.
3: Oh, uh, so
0: you? And she your, mom,
3: your mom liked words.
1: Yeah, it was yeah. the last big word she ever she taught me. Was she an English teacher? No, she just was like just a super she smart. Like lady. She just liked words. She was just super smart. I don't know, smarter than me.
3: Yes, smarter than me too. I was
1: like, I was like thirty-two when I. When I asked her, I was like, "What does that even mean?" What she said? She knew. She knew what it meant, and it's literally the last word, big word I've ever, I've ever learned. Uh, and then you heard that song after? No, no. I it was always a song that I liked. It was always oh. a song that was. It was like one of my top songs for like your whole life. So it doesn't. It's it has more to do with your mom. Yeah. But yes. What, what, I like you that. No, what imprinted I don't on know. me she forever yeah. was. I was like, well. You know how you like stuff and you don't really understand it until yeah. you, know, you get older and you're like, well, now it's time to learn about it, and, and I asked her, and she knew, she understood it, I, I was like shocked that she even knew the definition of it, because um, I didn't even know the definition of copacetic because well,
8: she
3: time. was, she was in the Marines, right, she was in the Marines, because that's where I learned it, from the Marines.
1: Really?
8: Well, yeah, I watch sure war us movies. Like she was a I was American watching war Marines. movies, and they that always say, copacetic. Was,
1: <laughs> she made us wash with toothbrushes. I mean, we had to clean our bathroom with toothbrushes because yeah. institutionally she was institutionalized, but not because of the Marines. Um, All right. So it was, and it wasn't jail either. Just a lot of foster room, whatever. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Never mind.
3: And it didn't end with that. She like she bro- broke backstage. <laughs> Were you there, Gabe?
4: <laughs> I was not there. No, I was not there. That was the first night uh, that she was there. I wasn't there the first night. <laughs> no, it was
0: at, it was not in, in Milwaukee.
4: Milwaukee. Gabe was there. Gabe was, it was, was the, second,
0: for, night the second night in Milwaukee. the second night in
4: Milwaukee. And, and she was
0: the the at the second night was, and she was at the second night. It was at Shank, Shank Hall. Hall. She was at the second night. You guys were in the room together. Stab Hall. And she had a whole story about finding $100 across the street at a laundromat. And I think she used that $100 yeah. to bribe them to let her into the club, even though she didn't have a vaccine card.
3: Right. Gabe was there.
4: Yeah. I just got there right before you guys were going on, right before the show started. I got there like 10 minutes before you started. Yeah. So but So you
3: were late to the second night.
4: I was late to the second night. Okay. I was eating tacos on Norte. And then we
3: went to... Oh, tacos el Norte. Oh, yeah. Say that, Say that again for me. <laughs> tacos el Norte. Oh, wow. The pronunciation. <laughs> Chef's like an exploding kiss. Exploding asshole.
4: Ben, ben, if you ever go to Chicago again and, and stop halfway between in Waukegan or Gurney by Six Flags. Yeah, I want to. Uh, I totally want to do some tacos al norte.
3: Has anybody talked about uh, the, the recurring bit about Gabe lording his younger age over us? No. Uh, when did that start? Right, right from the first episode, I believe, Gabe mm-hmm. was talking about. And I'm hour.
4: and I'm still younger. I'm only forty nine. I'm still younger than both of you. Scott, you're pushing fifty two. No, well, I'm not. Yes. It's almost March. No, you're 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 no. right around the corner.
3: No, we figured this out already. I had I had a COVID birthday. So I'm pushing fifty one just like you. <laughs> I'm closer to forty nine than I am fifty one. No, you're not. Yes. But you're, no, your logic never holds up. Yes. You were logicless.
4: Three months ago I was forty nine. In nine months, I'll be 51. Three months ago, you were 49. Yes. Nope.
5: Nope. By far. By less.
0: (laughs) Aaron says anything with Herb.
2: Previously, on Lifers.
0: Herb, did you know you were going to wind up
9: on stage tonight? Um, do you listen, uh, hold on, you listen to me, Ben Reiser, uh, my, my old friend. Did
0: you know you would wind up on stage tonight singing Led Zeppelin? Did you know
10: in advance? No, I did not, I think I went poorly. I think it went it's great. Really? Who
0: told you it went poorly?
10: Sounded bad to me. I was happy to be invited, but no, I, I thought it was poor.
9: You've got I your own standards job. for yourself. No, no, no. you know how much I care ever?
10: None, none ever.
8: But No,
9: okay. back
10: in the day, yes. And the thing. Yeah, and the, yeah, and then all these little twists. But how the guy moved the show again? I am like, I, I almost apologize. And then I was like, but not really. Fuck off. Anyway, thanks, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's been a pleasure thanks for the interview. A great appearance you. as usual pleasure <laughs> to meet you uh, thank you so much for speaking to me for a moment
1: uh, would you like to get in a limousine
9: with us go back to chicago no
0: well so mike says in response to aaron i'm not sure if it was the herb or wes episode or maybe both but the discussion about who left a giant turd in their Australian hotel room was humorous. Now, I want to clear that up. That's, that did not happen in
3: Australia. That's
0: right. But Mike says, I feel like this could be a true crime type podcast solving this mystery.
3: Well, we got to get O'Connell so on that. here. And Brian, actually, because apparently Brian is the culprit. So we do have to get Brian on there this year to talk about it. I feel like we should get O'Connell yeah. first and then Brian. And the Australian turd That was Gabe.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I like how you slipped that in there just because turds are on your mind with the colonoscopy. By the way, I think at some point we should have a panel
0: discussion with all those guys you just mentioned. We should have a whole episode about the incident and have them all on Devoted to
3: the turd. Yeah. How's that going to work? Because they're all going to talk over each other. Great. Yeah. God bless. Uh, But Herb has been, uh, uh, what would you say? Like... uh, a lot of people have a lot of disagreements on whether Herb is good for the podcast or not. He's been a... Uh, wow, what's, what's that phrase? A lightning rod? No. A source of... You know, when people are divided. Contentious. What's that great phrase? But he's, he's been a... Uh, here it is. He's been a divisive... I like to say divisive. He's been a divisive figure on this podcast. Uh, yeah. Some people... They've had enough of Herb, and other people are, you know, think he's the best. But I think he's a div- divisive figure in life, isn't he? <laughs> I don't think he is. He's a, he, Herb is a uniter.
4: Oh, yeah? He brings people <laughs> together. He does.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's his job. People flock to Herb. He's not a, a divider, he's a uniter. Yes, people flock to Herb, but not everybody flocks to Herb. I mean, you're right, you know, his bar isn't big enough to have everybody flock to herb. But I'll I tell you what, that, if, every person that I've introduced him to uh, every band, all my friends, you know, they by far like him more. Like I'll be, I'll be like, "Hey, Herb, this is so-and-so." And then uh, next thing I know i go over to Herb's house. I was like, what are you doing here? It's like, oh, I'm staying with Herb now. <laughs> you know? It's like, you know, every band I've ever, yeah, they all like them better.
8: Yeah.
0: I get that. You know, to spend five minutes with Herb is to, is to love them.
8: Oh, yeah.
3: No, like. It's irresistible. Name it. Everybody from Burning Brides to Queens of the Stone Age to whoever, you know, it's like, wait a minute, they're my friend. no, 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 no. They're Herb's friend.
5: I hate when that happens
0: to me.
3: It happens to me all the time. I'm used to it. So another Mike says, I
0: like the episodes where you have other artists that you've toured with to hear the fuckery that goes on backstage and the infamous stories that come from those tours.
2: Previously on Lifers.
3: You know, we were going to play uh, Runaway Train as sort of like, a, you know, a farewell, as a tip, tip of the hat, if you will, to the fellas. And, you know, just sort of like our time's coming to an end and a little tribute. So we were learning it backstage just before we played it and, and midway through I stopped and I said to Ryan, I was like, is this a bad idea? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, "Uh, do you think, you know, they're going to get pissed? Do you think Dave's going to get pissed? I mean, is this, is this wrong to like, you know, play their big hit song? And and he's like, no, Ryan's like, no, they'll think it's funny, you know? And, and, and the audience will be psyched because they get to hear the song twice. And I go, okay, that, that does make sense. Even though knowing everything I know about Dave Perner, I was like, okay, all right, all right, all right. So we, you know, we start playing the song, and we're up there. And I'm like, you know, this is the end of the t- tour with these guys, and we want to play this song for them and, because it's a great song. And we start playing "Runaway Train," and you know, the band's like, everyone's looking around, and Janine's looking and like taking video, and guitar tech's up there. And everything's going well. I'm like, yeah, you know, it sounds good. And people seem to be getting the spirit that's taken in. And then Dave walks on stage, and I was like, uh oh, here we go. my guitar and I don't really know what I thought he was going to do um, but he takes it and then just and then we stop and take the guitar back and I'm like yeah we figure that might happen and everyone laughs and Ryan laughed and then we had like three songs left and each song was more aggressive than the last and I started getting more and more pissed I was like what the fuck you know there was a right way to do this and a wrong way to do this and I thought that was the wrong way. So by the time I'm, I'm off stage, I am fucking hot, 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 hot. And just pissed off. And, and Ryan's like, oh, you know, they said it was a joke. I'm like, that was no fucking joke. And so he's like, well, go confront him then. And so I'm like, you're right. So I go back there. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You got a problem with what I did? And just goes on and on and on. All right. So I won't get into what was said back there. but What? No, come on, man. This is the best part. Well, here's the thing. So I'm like, fuck these guys. Not fuck these guys. Fuck that guy. Fuck Dave Perner and fuck this tour and everything. And then we go back with them yesterday after a couple of days of not seeing them because we had a bit of a break after that show. And Dave's like, hey, Scott, I missed you. And I'm like, what? So, I mean, already he won. You know, he was just like, after the show, he was like, you didn't really think I was serious about that, did you? You didn't really think I was mad. I'm like, yes, you were mad. Why are you pretending that you weren't? He goes, oh, come on. I was just playing with you. And he was saying that there's this time they were on Letterman and he pulls out a trumpet and Paul Schaefer came out and grabbed the trumpet out of his hand. And that's what he was saying he was doing. Now, if that's what was happening, I don't know. I almost feel like I'm being gaslit gaslighted here you know but uh but yeah so you know we we didn't you know we smoked a joint in lieu of a peace pipe last night um, that was nice and it was it was a it was a love fest but but you didn't play oh. the song again oh no
0: in that vein would be great to get members of Metallica on remaining members of Stone Temple pilots <laughs> other members of queens of the Stone Age. Also, really like the road reports went on tour. So there you go. There's
3: some future guests. For all right. Well, round up, yeah, we we uh, we've got uh, Lars coming on next week, so we can talk about all the fuckery <laughs> that went on when we were on tour with them. <laughs> and then uh, I figure a couple months after that, we can get Kirk on it. But I, I want James to be last, so expect James somewhere in December. Uh, as far as as far as the road report now. That was the part of this year that I was the most disappointed in. Like, I, I was like, this is going to be a great idea. And I just feel like those shows went over like lead balloons. No. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I don't know if anyone mentioned it, but that, what the, the one where you were stuck in that Texas hotel room was great. Everyone came over from Solace Island, everyone was drunk. That was a great episode.
2: Previously on the Lifer's podcast.
11: Food, what is my favorite food?
3: Who, who is your favorite food? I don't
11: understand don't the get question.
3: Hung up on ugh.
11: I am a <laughs> um I mean, I can eat Mexican food for days. Racist. That's my favorite genre right, no, of food. No, no, here, here's, uh waffle Where's your favorite
0: ranchero
3: sauce?
11: If anybody do you puts like a ran- stack of pancakes do in, you pan like in there, be do you like ranchero
3: sauce? Do you like ranchero sauce <laughs> or chipotle <laughs> sauce? Chipotle. Chipotle, ah, Chipotle
11: beets ranchero.
3: No, no, no beet sauce.
10: No, she said beet. Beets. beets.
11: Wins over.
3: You're so whatever. Gabe hates... But
11: I really love actually mixing all of the sauces together. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I
11: mix everything together. I just so, love on. all of the things.
10: Whatever. You do. I like a good yeah, mole. So
3: Ryan's got a a, a Lee Roth. I tell you all about...
10: <laughs> Go ahead, it. sauce? You know it. what?
11: Harding on the sound effects.
10: Well, you know. And all I've
11: got, I had
3: a steal.
10: But when you get that ranchero <laughs> sauce, it's... God damn
8: it, baby, no I ain't lying to you. I'm only gonna tell you one time. Oh, yeah.
11: <laughs> all I ever want, though, is something covered in cheese sauce. Oh, mm.
3: on, tacos, oh yeah. on Taco of Old smokies. On Taco... On <laughs> Taco Old smoky.
11: Yeah, on Taco Old all I ever want right, is so something covered in cheese sauce, what, and what, then we can call it a all day. All
3: right. So, all right, tour manager, what's the plan for the rest of the night? Are we to keep drinking? What's going on?
11: No, we're going to go have a barbecue party outside uh, the barbecue. bus. A barbecue. And we're going to go watch a movie draped over a... We
3: tried. Yeah. I, I couldn't get it working. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't.
11: I think it's a hotel pool party no. to you know drown our sorrows right. in right, some in. woe for our show that we don't. Thanks have Thanks for
3: this. doing this.
10: Thank you guys.
11: Thank you. This is highly. Unexpected. I just ordered
10: Dominoes with a CinnaStick. W- what was it on a <laughs> did, did we?
3: Are, yeah. are we making you mad or are you? Are you okay?
11: I can never be mad at you guys.
3: I know you can't <laughs> be mad, but is there something that we should say and then walk away from this? They were all drunk. Like every episode, everybody was drunk. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. And, and and when you look at the timeline, those <laughs> those shows went on for like they're twenty episodes in a row where we're just out of our minds, blottoed. I'm like, I'm not doing that again.
0: Uh, but the, uh, the the one where you and um, Ryan had a pizza party in uh, what was it El Paso? That was nice. Yes, you weren't too drunk. That was for that nice.
3: One. We weren't as drunk as we were, like, say, the first night.
2: Previously on the Life First
3: Podcast. All right, the pizza is about to come in here, so I figured right, you guys stick with me. Take a look at the pizza. <gasps> yeah, Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, my fucking God. That is a real oh, fuck. I mean, come on. on. Ooh, Does that not look like Grimaldi's? That I'm looks sure. like Grimaldi's. Oh, it's got an extra crispy crust. Holy shit. Is it Really? The same? Is it really the same? Yeah, but you should know, have
0: gotten two of those. That's not enough.
3: Was that meat all over it?
10: Meat,
3: All right, we we've got to go, any All right. Uh, <laughs> wait, why don't you hook me up with a slice and I'll all right. I'll eat it. Uh,
0: yeah, do a do a Dave I mean, Portnoy, will you? Do a one bite. Everyone knows. <laughs>
3: oh <both. laughs> right, exactly. Let's do that. me. <laughs> wow, how about Janine getting on me? You should be nicer to Dave. I should be nicer to Dave? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> All right, this is At least she's
7: loyal. She's loyal. It's, before we go, Scott, there's one last hey. question. Hmm. There are no last questions. Well, it's not last, but... How, Watch this. How's Ready? the... Uh,
4: <gasps> are you
0: getting any feedback on your script? I'm not hearing a crunch. There's no crunch. Let you know it's crispy like the way Dave likes it.
3: Everyone knows that this is the only pizza with the cookie crunch.
4: did eddie or or felix or anybody let you know about the script it's pretty good this is
3: fucking legit
7: legit. right i wouldn't kick it out of bed
10: wow grimaldi's
4: in
0: el paso i did a good what do you got what do you have on there tell me the toppings so
10: there's it came with like a specialty like classic pie yeah which is basically you know it looks like they just throw the big dollops of mozzarella on there and Cream. then I just added the jalapeno and black olive.
0: Oh, okay. Mm.
1: But are mushrooms on?
10: No. When you haven't eaten in several hours,
1: you got extra sauce. No.
7: Come on, man. What are you, an amateur?
10: Come on, man. I ordered you a pizza. <laughs> there
0: was the episode where her, where um, Gabe and I. We're talking to Ryan backstage because you were busy selling merch. That was a fun episode.
3: Yeah, that was fun because I wasn't on it most of the time.
2: Last year on the First podcast.
10: Hello. (laughs) I'm not wearing any pants right now. That's nice. Did you just get up? Did you just get off the stage? Just got off the stage. Scott's like, "Why don't you run back there and start talking to those guys?" And I was like, "Did you play uh, the set
0: in your underpants? Did you do a box?" No, I wish I should
10: have. I should have got my own speedo. Yeah, but no, I packed up a little. There was a tiny little elevator that was right by the stage where we had to load off, so it was just real slow. West Texas, baby, where the beer flows like wine.
0: You're in a place, <laughs> you're in a town or a city called the Colony.
10: Yeah, it's like it's not unincorporated per se, but yeah, it's called the Colony, Texas, and That's it's so weird. Just north of Dallas, northwest a little bit. Yeah. My buddy lives in Austin and he's like, good luck. <laughs>
0: like, I guess there's some towns and cities in the United States that have Spanish names and they have like the Spanish version of the yeah, in front of them. But yeah. I can't think of another city or town or unincorporated anything that's called the colony or the. Me any- either.
10: There was, uh, I thought it was like a, where's the other place? We do gas monkey bar and grill. Have you been there, uh-huh. Gabe? That's in yeah. Dallas, and that's like another outdoor one. It's like half sheltered, but it was still 107 real feel today. So I've <laughs> probably knocked about two more notches on my belt off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you actually do look really thin right now.
10: <sighs> Thank you. I, uh, it's, it's called heat. <laughs> How was the show, though? I mean, was it? Was show is great. It sounded good. Um, we had a lot of fans out, so it's always good to like start the show out because some nights it's like, well, there's some people trickling in. And then other nights we're like, yeah, we got the full, yep. the full peep right in front with all the local eight shirts and stuff. But I think I saw Dante and I know Mark and Lucy, his dog were there and a couple <laughs> other people. Yeah. So it's good. They got like an upper deck and, it's fun to actually start the show out and have like the diehards in front and then the soul asylum people like kind of waiting around in back. And especially with playing as good as dead front to back, as soon as I saw what you did hit, they're like, <laughs> uh, Aaron
0: also says, and the bit with the backup Ozzy singer is the screenplay that needs to be written. You remember that one, Scott?
3: Yes, where I convinced Justine. That what was it? Steve Gorman was that the guy's name? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was gold.
2: Last year on the Ooh. Lifers
6: podcast. Actually, the Ozzy story is funny.
3: What's the Ozzy story?
6: <laughs> well, so Scott and I, I took you to this show. I got those tickets. The Ozzy concert. Mm-hmm. We go down there. I'm crying my eyes out. It's a great show. He's kicking ass. And we go. Aussie's kicking. Ozzy's kicking ass.
3: So we go to leave. You know, Ozzy has somebody backstage Shut that up. sings. No, he, no, they don't. Yeah, he no, doubles. He it's true. Doubles all of his stuff, right, Gabe? Somebody <laughs> sings backup for Ozzy. So He's basically, there's a guy who sings all the Ozzy songs, Liar. and Ozzy sings along with the guy. And so the sound guy sort of rides the two singing.
6: You're such a liar. It's true. It's not true. It's
3: so he doesn't sound pitchy. (laughs) Bitchy? Pitchy. Pitchy Pitchy dog. He tries to fix it.
6: I think that's false.
3: You know this, right, Gabe?
4: Uh, I might have heard something like this before. Ah. uh, Doesn't he also use a teleprompter?
3: They all do. I don't use a (laughs)
6: teleprompter.
3: Springsteen does. You can tell I don't because I get the lyrics wrong all the time. Ozzy can
0: just use auto tune now some but maybe back in the day live auto
3: tune
6: or post malone yeah, get him. Yeah, don't oh, people
3: use live auto tune all the time <laughs> he likes to sing along with this guy his name is mitch
6: his name is not mitch you no sh- shut up You're his name is mitch gorman mitch gorman yeah if i look him up right now well I Ben, mean, can you look up mitch please, gorman no please. ben's
3: ben's trying to pay attention <laughs> to what we're doing right now i'm, I'm writing down notes
6: Mitch Gorman. Yeah,
3: he's he's got a, He edits in his head while while we do this show. What
6: other band says Mitch Gorman? He finished? doesn't
3: do anything. You're such a it's true. Did you know Don Dokken does backup on all the old
7: Scorpions records?
3: No, but I know oh, he's yeah.
6: a killer wig. It's
3: true.
7: I just
0: want to say something here. Uh, can I get to this picture? So I looked up Mitch Gorman, <laughs> and here's a, here's a picture of, of a Mitch Gorman. Mitch gorman. Uh, fucking a man this could be the guy you might not have been kidding holy moly ready yeah mitch gorman on twitter let's go here it comes that's <laughs> that's mitch gorman that's not that's the guy that's the guy that's that fills guy. in
6: no it's not that's the guy that that's fills the guy. in for
0: that's him no he he he's sings. a sarcastic af MAGA, he's a MAGA X, Slayer. Slayer. Genesis. MAGA. Yes. You're Demi- Demiola? Wow. How yeah. is Slayer
6: how, and Genesis how, in the same friggin' thing? He's
3: strictly a breeder. I'm what not, does that mean? I'm he's not, not going
6: a, in the back he door. Was,
10: he goes, like, he his, was, what are he these goes, lyrics I'm
3: not looking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking. No, of course you're not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girls. No more tunes. I'm away. not looking. What are these lyrics? Do you guys know these lyrics that he has in his turning away.
6: I think this is from his upcoming album, Ben. I'm not looking. No, it's
3: Pink Floyd. No (laughs) more turning away from the weak and the weary. No more turning away from the coldness inside.
6: So he does backup for Pink Floyd, too.
3: Uh, He he went out (laughs) for a little bit. (laughs) That's what he does. This guy, he just sort of like... Like he'll mimic the lead singer, and then the lead singer will have him in his earpiece, and he'll just sing along with him. Believe you. And so the sound guy will be able to just blend the voices seamlessly. And if, like, say David Gilmour or Ozzy Osbourne starts to get a little flat, they'll just put more Mitch in there. That's how it works. And
6: we just call that Mitch Gorman, the little Mitch.
3: I'm gonna put a little bit more Gorman in there for you, and you know, and Ozzy will be like. Who was it tonight? He was like, not not a whole lot of Mitch tonight. It was almost all you. And then and then Ozzy will turn away and then he'll look at Mitch Gorman okay, and he'll go And then he'll look you. at Mitch Gorman and he'll be like, nah, no, 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 dude, Gorman. it was it was all Gorman tonight.
6: Do you follow him on Twitter? No. You don't follow me on no, Twitter?
3: No, he, he but I gotta tell you, he is sarcastic AF. And he's
6: he's a <laughs> MAGA. yes yeah, Slayer and Genesis. Maga I don't see how those two things are uh the same. One's he, not like the other, if you know what Mitch, I'm saying.
3: Mitch has <laughs> a, a, a wide well, range, range of musical interests.
6: Yeah. <laughs> hey, playback. He, his Call favorite
3: that. is Al Damiola.
0: Steve says, in quotes, well, well, well. I can't remember what that's from.
3: Well, well, well. That must be the, are they talking about Million Yen? Well, well, well.
0: Oh, yes. Million Yen that's exactly recording what that
3: studio. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I f- thought was interesting was the "Who the fuck is Ben Reiser" episode because uh, Ben got hot. <laughs> I mean, you remember
4: that, Gabe? He was on fire. Yes, I, oh. I don't
3: know. I mean, we were tapping into some issues on that on that episode. I mean, you'd had a couple. <laughs> had I? But but uh, but it seemed beyond. You'd had a couple, but it seemed beyond that we were tapping into some long. Simmering issues that you had with that that cat, that president. Well,
0: cat. I was trying to be entertaining, and also I was. People don't believe me when they asked me about that episode, but I was. I was not that. That was not planned on my end. I had no idea I was going to wind up talking in that episode. No, that you wasn't had no like idea. something we had agreed. To, no, so you—that was no me idea. at my most
3: unguarded. So- yeah, I was unprepared so I- <laughs> and unguarded and just like, no yeah, Right. <laughs> so I think once we started going after you with that stuff, you were kind of like, all right, here we go. And by the time it got to that, you were, you were ready to let somebody have it.
2: Last year on the Lifers podcast.
3: So, but, uh, but he didn't
0: want to talk to me and I don't know why. Like it was this weird thing. And then eventually I I came home one night and there was a, a voicemail on my answering machine from him saying, Hey, it's Chris Blue. I heard you were trying to get in touch with me. Mm. Uh, Give me a call. And I'm like, I, I wasn't trying to get in touch with you. I don't have your number. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) And so. I I was just like if this asshole doesn't want to talk to me, fuck the whole thing. Well, and I mean, eventually this, he called had me you back. guys
3: left on bad terms before this.
0: No, no, we'd left on no terms. Other than us playing some gigs together, our two bands, we weren't particularly friendly. He must have had a copy of my demo that had that song on it. Um, I thought he was fine. I, yeah. I liked his band. Uh, but no, we didn't have. You know, I think. I think it was clear from the first day I met him till now that he didn't respect me as a musician or as a singer or as a, and as a, or as a songwriter, which two out of those three things, fine, I get it. But, you know, I thought, like, I can write some fucking songs, fuck right. you. Um, <laughs> And apparently I can write a song good enough that you want to use it as your fucking band's anthem and you want to end every one of your fucking sets with it but you don't want to tell me. You want to just leave it there for 10 years and do your own fucking thing and only when lawyers tell you you need to let me know then you're going to come to me? Fuck you! Chris Ballou.
3: Well, we should
0: still get Chris Ballou. Yeah, we should get Chris Ballou
3: on the show sometime from President's. Dude, I'm not getting Chris Ballou on this show. Who's it? That? That's the guy from the president of the United States. If we got him on here with Ben, it would be it would be a disaster. It wouldn't go well, yeah. Ben. You know this. I know. It would be like, That's what I'm looking like forward a, to. It'd be like a Maury episode. I I don't want that.
8: <laughs>
3: yeah. It would I wish
0: it would be like a Maury episode. It wouldn't because he's so passive aggressive, it would just be he'd just be like smiling and saying, No, there was no problem. Yeah, that's the problem.
3: Which would make you even crazier. I think we have one mo- one passive aggressive, uh, yeah. one way passive aggressive relationship on this show. We don't need another one.
0: Feet- featuring a bald guy.
3: That's right. I was just going to say guy. that.
4: Yeah. Don't know what you're talking.
3: Keep thinking, lady, it'll come to you. <laughs>
0: Tanya says the bits that most often raise my eyebrows and stand out the most are the ones where you're just absolutely brutal with the shit you give Gabe. He is always so totally calm and unaffected by the below the belt hits that you can't resist tossing his way. Cracks me the
3: fuck up. Passive aggressive, lady.
0: That's obviously some real
3: friendship you two have going on there. Sorry, Gabe. No, see, this is the passive aggressive shit that we were just talking about. This is excellent timing on your part, producer. Ben no,
4: I think you're you're way off base on this here. I don't, I don't even
5: know where to start. Go ahead, but try somewhere.
4: No, turn in the middle. I, I, I think uh, I think our relationship goes so far back. Where it's like you know, it's almost like a brotherly competitiveness
5: on um, a different level. Mm-hmm. But the ribbing
4: sometimes goes over the top,
5: over, over the line. Oh, really? Over the top. Over the line. Over the line. Not over the top.
4: Oh, like or the what? Line. Yeah,
5: what's an example of that? I, I can't pinpoint it. It's just in general.
4: In general, so when, sometimes I finish, I finish the episode, I'm thinking, I, I don't even think anybody <laughs> thinks we're friends. <laughs> 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 but then I forget it because I got a short-term memory, so I just go
3: on. Well, all I'm trying to do is make you laugh the entire time. And so if you stop laughing, I'll stop doing it.
4: No, I mean, uh, the one time when you basically, I think it was last week, when you went in hard on on some movie that I didn't like or something. Like,
3: hold on a second. It's French Dispatch. Yeah. Who can take that
5: seriously? It's just uh, sometimes
4: it's it's, it's, uh, hitting a little home.
3: All right, well, I promise this year to not make fun of you anymore for your Hatred of Wes Anderson.
4: I just don't have an opinion on him. I, I don't go out of my way to, to see his movies,
3: but it shouldn't make me less of a person that I haven't seen his movies. Of course it doesn't make you less of a person. It makes you less of a person that you saw the movie and you don't like it.
0: No, that's not <laughs> the truth. You're, you're, you're just, I think He just doesn't <clears throat> have room in his collection for Wes Anderson. Don't you understand?
3: No, see, this no. is the thing where he goes high <laughs> when I go low. Yeah, but you—you—you're you, yeah. just saying that,
4: No, I'm not going
3: fans. high. I'm not going high. I'm already—you
4: know—just
0: for, just for us, just, It's just being me. For a straight edge guy, you go high a lot. <laughs> All right. This guy That's named fine. Dewey. Dewey says favorite interviews: Troy, Andy Gerber. Oh, do still want him in a part? Yeah, do he? Like the Troy interview, the Andy Gerber still want him in for a part two. But I feel like Andy was on like three episodes. So he,
3: he must Andy just was want on Andy. Three episodes. But he wants Andy on a part two that's about Andy. But people like the, the Hey Killer episode. Yes. That, but that do. was all centered around Gabe's uh, writing,
5: right?
3: Gabe's, yeah, I, yes. Gabe's little reviews. Yeah, my synopsis. Synopses? Is that a word? Well, what's, what's plural mm-hmm. for synopsis?
4: Well, I only did one.
3: Well, I'm just saying mm. you did a <laughs> synopsis for each song, so would that be synopses of the songs? I, no, I did a synopsis yes. of the record, the collection of
4: songs. Oh, really?
3: See? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Going High.
4: Listen, <laughs> you listen. It's, almost time to, it's almost time to do another it's almost time to do another one of those, by the way. I'm getting think- thinking about it. What's it going to be, Mr. Pink? Uh, I, <clears throat> what did I do? I did Hit Killer, right? Yeah, what's it going to be <laughs> next time?
3: Uh, I don't know. Do you have a suggestion? Do you have a suggestion? Well, we got Here Comes the Zoo coming up, but I almost yeah. feel like uh, if we do Here Comes the Zoo, because didn't we do something like that with As Good as Dead and Pack Up the Cats? I almost feel like. I have to write something. Sorry, Gabe.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You can do your thing and, and get it ready. But, uh, I can, I can do it lifers. You- Since it's still out there and it's, it, it's still relevant.
0: Let me, con- let me continue on with Dewey's thing here. Dewey's not done. Troy, Andy Gerber. No. Scott's dad, Kelly Scott, and the two-part Hey Killer side one and side two episodes. The, these are the ones I didn't want to end. I also wouldn't mind more Scott, Ben, Gabe episodes with no guest. Sometimes just hearing you guys go off the cuff is what makes the podcast so great. Lauren's recent interview was really good as well.
3: That's Dewey. So Dewey likes, he, And then, he, he gave us a
5: top ten. Kind yeah.
0: And then Dave says, to responds to Dewey by saying, I agree on the Hate Killer episodes. I'd love to hear a similar one for other records. So there you go. Another good timing there. Also, I think on a very early episode, you mentioned Brian St. Clair might one day be a guest. Would be good to see that happen.
3: Okay. Are you done? Can we talk about these?
5: Michelle says.
3: <laughs> is Michelle replying to Dewey? <laughs> this is over, right? Okay. No. Uh. Well, there was the, the dad episode. Was that enter, entertaining? Everyone Do loves you the gay? dad
0: episode. That, that came up a lot.
4: That was a very that was one of the funniest ones we had.
3: Why? Was what just, was so
4: uh, funny about it? Just you and your dad going back and
3: forth. Yeah, like, it was hilarious to, to listen to my dad go after me. Is that what it was?
4: Uh, I wouldn't say he
3: was going after you. I didn't think that part of it. I think it
4: was... Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, fine. I, All right. no, it was it was good. The personal side of the backstory of you two.
3: Yeah, but uh, getting him to talk was like pulling teeth. That was not. That was not. But easy. that was the
4: funny part of it. That was the funny part of it. He's talking about something. You're trying to get him to talk about something else, and you never hit the same
3: place. What was he talking about? He wasn't talking about anything. <laughs>
4: He, he's got his own ways.
3: <laughs> you can say that again. He's got a Well I'm way glad it was entertaining for you. I don't know what it is. because For me it was excruciating. I think the people like That's it. why he's on next <laughs> week.
2: uh <laughs> Ante-
6: oh, really? Antecedently on the Lifer's
2: podcast. <laughs> Does that sound douchey? I
3: think it sounds douchey. Dad, this is your first podcast, right?
9: Yeah.
3: Have you ever listened to a podcast before? No. Nope. Have you ever heard of a podcast before? Nope. Do you get what's happening right here? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So you grew up in Park Falls. You were born in Park Falls, Wisconsin, which is where we are. They're called the Northwoods, right? No, you're in butternut lake what are you talking about park well no we're, yeah, we're, we're we're in a cabin out on butternut lake but oh. my dad is from park falls wisconsin okay. right
9: yeah right it's only four miles in from here
3: yeah and so park falls when you grew up was a lot different <laughs> yeah you got that right all right how so
9: oh there was there was jumping then it was lively now they're tearing everything down
3: yeah i mean but you you were born i mean not a lot of people can say this anymore, but you were born in a log cabin, right? Like,
9: No. no
3: you more. told me you were born in a log cabin. No. Okay. I
9: was born in Merrill, but then my dad moved up here, and I've been up here. But you grew up
3: in a, a log cabin.
9: Been up here since I was a tiny kid 100 years ago.
3: Right, but you grew up in a log cabin, right?
9: <laughs> no. What? My dad lived in a log cabin. You didn't grow up <clears throat> in that log cabin? No, I went to the city. My mind when is I got out of school, I worked in the woods. and when, He's a city slicker. <laughs> Yeah, you grew up in the city. Yeah, so all this stuff that you've been telling me—the entire life that you grew up Zion. in a log
3: cabin—like,
9: no, we, did, we had lived in and out of town, and they were old houses. This is like not going well. Like a log cabin, but my dad and brothers lived in that log cabin, and I left here and went down city.
3: What city? Like <clears> Zion? Zion. Yeah, but how old were you when that happened?
9: Twenty-two.
3: Okay, so before that, where did you live? Right here in a log cabin.
9: Uh, no, I didn't live in a log cabin. My brother and the, uh, dad did.
3: So when you brought us up to Park Falls when we were kids, and we were hanging out in the log cabin
9: and pissing in an outhouse, well, that, that was, was just for show. That was Dale Peterson's cabin. <laughs> okay. That was my buddy's cabin. But what about where your dad lived? <laughs> my dad lived right on Lakeshore Drive. You drove right by it when you
3: listen. That was I've been I've been on Lakeshore Drive, my friend. That was no <laughs> Lakeshore Drive.
9: Yeah. That's where he lived. That's what you call it. Cabin ain't But that is not the LSD
3: cabin. that we all know from that song. Oh. downtown? <clears throat> yeah, he keeps saying downtown. Nope. <laughs> all
0: right, Wait, so. But then he said his, he said, you, what What did he say about his dad and his dad's? No, my he, dad
9: and my brothers lived in a log cabin. But I his didn't live there because I lived down the city then. So.
3: He didn't
0: live with his dad. Wally
9: and
3: Bob both lived with your dad. Right. And you lived downtown Park Falls.
9: No. I left Butternut and went right down the Kenosha and then into Zion.
3: Right. But before that, where did you live? Did you just live outside like a feral child? I mean, you had to live somewhere. Yeah, I
9: lived with a Bigfoot.
3: You were living (laughs) with... (laughs) His name was Daryl. Yeah, you're living with your dad, right? The Yeti? Michelle
0: says, this is like asking about your favorite child or something. I'm terrible with favorites. What I love is the camaraderie that was obvious from the start, the ease with which you fall in love with each other and your guests, and the peek behind the curtain that the cast allows those of us who aren't in the industry. The pee-pee behind the curtain? I also get very teenage fangirl whenever anything on the podcast tangentially approaches my life. Brian St. Clair went to Columbia College. I went to Columbia College. Maybe we sat on the same piece of cigarette-burnt carpet in 1991. Things like that. I love the James Van Osdoll episode because I think that guy's awesome. Also, every episode is my favorite as I'm listening to it.
3: Well, that's interesting. There you go. Because, uh, I mean, it seems like there's a lot of, like, that show started with this mission, right? And we tried to figure that out with Juliana uh, earlier. But it doesn't really have a mission, except it does. It just finds this really weird roundabout way to get to that mission. And it seems like the only way you can figure it out is to read between the lines. Because for most people, it just seems like three guys jabbering on about nothing. And then when you read between the lines, you start to see, oh, this this is part of it. Like my friend Mahmood, he's like, it, it sounds like, like you know, three guys sitting at a bar talking about bullshit and bands and stuff like that. And is he saying that as a good thing or he's a bad thing? He's saying that as, as a good thing, especially since we started it in the middle of the pandemic. And that's one of the things that he misses, is just being in a circle where, you know, the stuff that you think is unimportant and that people will argue about. Um, It is
5: unimportant, but why not? Well, what are you going to argue about, you know, whether or not God exists? I mean, you yeah. let's argue about who's better. Replacements or? Yeah. What was the other band?
4: Maiden.
8: Oh, right, course. Maiden. Right, right,
5: right.
4: Yeah, maybe that, that Bar Room... That barroom talk is, is what's missing in people's lives for the last two years. And then we're providing that a little
3: bit. Right. Right. But some people, I think, might be disappointed that we, we don't have the structure of, or a, a mission statement. You know what I mean? But, like, I think when you listen back to it, the third episode, the guest list in the Bronx one that we did over uh, Gabe's lunch hour... I think that's when it started to gel. I was like, oh, this is working. And, you know, like Gabe's talking about watching some movie with a girl from the show Girls. And we thought it was some, we thought it was Elizabeth Berkeley because he's saying somebody from <laughs> the Show Girls. Girls.
8: Yeah.
2: Antecedently on the Lifers podcast.
3: You just want to sell Lifers podcast coffee mugs, don't you? Well, that's, this side, you know, the...
4: The benefit of it but yes it I goes do.
3: without saying how was how was movie night last night did you get around the king of staten island
4: oh what the hell did we watch oh my god i don't even remember the name of the movie uh somebody from the show girls was in the movie she was in her underwear <laughs> show and these dudes were i don't remember the names of these movies because it doesn't show in the beginning anymore you don't know what you're watching what what are you talking about? I don't understand anything. Like, you
3: just... Do you have a thing where you skip the? You have the thing where you skip the opening credits now as well as the closing credits. No, I, I mean, wait a
4: minute. My wife starts. She starts the movie. She picks oh, okay. it. I don't know what we're watching. It's just whatever she wants, and okay. and there we go. And then I'm like, well, that was good or that was bad, and I don't know what it was.
3: So Elizabeth Berkeley from Showgirls is in the movie, and she's in her underwear. Is that what you no, said? No, not
4: Elizabeth Berkeley.
3: Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon.
4: No, 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 no. Somebody from the from the TV show Girls. Do you remember the HBO show? Oh, oh not from
0: the show Girls.
8: Showgirls. Not Show Girls. <laughs> you, you
0: really do sound either. like Hunter S. Thompson when you talk to us about <laughs> Show and the Show Girls.
3: So somebody from the Show Girls was in it. Oh, uh, was it She's David a, Mamet's was, kid, Zosia Mamet? I don't know. She's British. She has a British accent. Huh? Oh right, right. Okay. Yeah.
4: The pregnant I know this woman stuff. And girls. And who what else was in the movie? I'd be terrible on your movie podcast because I don't remember the stuff.
3: Yeah, you would be. It's funny because uh, G- Gabe is starting to watch these movies that he would never watch because he's talking to Ben and I, and he's trying to catch up <laughs> with the movie stuff. He's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about with these movies. So uh, I started watching this movie last night. It's called uh, Django Unchained. Uh, <laughs> you ever heard of it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we, we, we've heard of it.
4: W- no, would you watch the
3: other a- night? You watched Last was- Days? Ooh. Last Days? Isn't that the Michael Jordan
4: documentary?
7: Oh, my
3: God. Last Dance. I don't know. Last
7: Days, <laughs> oh,
9: you
3: guys the, the Kurt Cobain thing, right?
4: Oh, I did watch that. I fell asleep with that one about 20 times. And, and uh, I was waiting for the dialogue. It never came in. And I'm like, <laughs> is this a movie? Or is this a soundtrack? What is this?
3: <laughs> and it took us yeah. like five minutes to figure out what the fuck he was talking about. I was like, yeah, this, this is starting to work. And I remember yeah. listening to that when we were in New York. And going, oh, yes, this is starting to happen.
0: Um, Max responds to Michelle by saying, I'm right there with you when the tangents head in my direction. I've yelled out questions in my living room while listening. But where in Kenosha? I might have been next door. And then Michelle responds back, right? I'm constantly yelling in the car during the podcast.
3: So maybe that's another thing. that
0: inspire people to yell at us. Right.
3: Maybe that's something that we're not that good at is putting things into context. like." Ben, wasn't that supposed to be your job at, at the beginning? Like you would be the guy who was outside and Gabe and I would be talking about all the inside baseball and you would go, well, what about the listeners who don't know this? I don't think you've done that, I think, or or you threw in the towel even trying to do that?
0: Yeah, because I get, I feel like I'm bothering you when I, when I stop
3: you to uh, try to get you to provide right, more context. But I think Gabe sometimes wants to, or are you just doing that as a joke, Gabe?
4: No, I don't do it as a joke, but it feels like when I'm doing it, it, it feels like I'm doing it as a joke, but I'm not. <laughs> right. I'm doing it as a... a...
0: Here, here, my, here's what... Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm never inspired to say, wait, where in Kenosha were you at that time? But I think that something that happens a lot when you're talking to people in other bands is you'll start... They'll drop names, first names of other people in their bands or last names of people that you both know. And you know exactly who you're talking about to each other, but I never do. And I'm like, wait, what, is, what does he mean when he says Stringbean was on right. drums that night? Like, I right. don't know. Who the fuck are these <laughs> right. people?
3: Well, I mean, that's it.
0: And so I'm, I'm sometimes like I should stop and say, wait, 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 who are you talking about? But I feel like I do that, I would end up doing that so much it would interrupt the flow. Right. And it's
3: like, people can look it up and exactly. figure it out. Google exists. And that's why I don't even like, uh, like when you read a review and it's got, a synopsis of the plot. Like who cares if, if I want to know what the plot is, you know, I can Google Mm -hmm. it. It's like, I'm not reading this for that.
5: Uh, Life moves pretty fast. You can keep up. (laughs) Life moves pretty fast. And so
0: does the podcast. Sorry. I had to, took me a while. Uh, Jeffrey says, number one by a wide margin, Justine impersonating
7: Scott. Are you with us? Mm.
2: Antecedently on the Life First Podcast.
7: What's your best impersonation?
6: My best impersonation would probably be Scott Lucas. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <wait a> <laughs> Hello. That's you. Oh, I want to.
7: Is lie. that me? That's what I sound yeah.
6: like. Are you with us?
0: Oh. <laughs> Are you <laughs> with me? she got you pretty the good there, Scott. She's got yeah, you she pretty good. She does have Thank you me. really good.
3: All right, let's all do our <laughs> impersonation of Gabe. Go on, Justine.
6: I don't want to ruin our friendship.
3: <laughs> You've already ruined our friendship. Oh, your no, friendship with yeah, Gabe. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Just say, where's the pizza? Where's the pizza? Ben?
0: I just don't have room for it in my collection.
4: that's pretty good (laughs) listen
3: (laughs) listen when he it's hard to tell where he begins and I end
6: (laughs) no I can hear your voice
0: (laughs) and number two Scott and his dad trading dirty jokes I don't know were they dirty?
3: yeah they always are they weren't dirty. we oh, were okay. dad jokes. Yeah, I think just because my dad says it, it ends up being dirty, it just sounds dirty. It's like Bon Scott telling jokes.
9: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right.
6: Antecedently on the Lifers podcast.
9: Knock, knock. Who's there? Otto. Otto who? I don't know. <laughs> knock, knock. Hello?
3: No, no you Come say, in. you say who's there. Who there? I eat mop.
9: I eat mop who? Gross. <laughs> gross, that's 144, ain't it's it? It's disgusting. Isn't that 144 gross?
3: Maybe, you'd have to ask Gabe. He he does the numbers for me. <laughs> that's
9: 144.
3: You know what the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea is? Mm. I've never paid 50 bucks to have a garbanzo bean
9: on my face. Oh, really? <laughs> beans beans a musical fruit the more you eat the more you toot huh? the more you toot the better you feel so let's have beans for every meal guy goes to the doctor doctor
3: tells him you've got six months to live guy can't pay his bill doctor gives him six more months I love this crowd
9: guy goes to the doctor and says doc you gotta help me what's wrong I don't know somebody tells me something I can't seem to remember nothing well, how long has this been going on? This might be serious. It looks. How long has what been going on?
3: Yeah, I've been thinking about doing lunges to stay in shape. Oh, huh? that would be a big step forward.
9: Really?
8: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Nothing. All right, I'll go. What did the ocean say to the beach? I don't know. Nothing. It just waved.
9: Oh, you know, a guy was talking the other day. He says. What rhymes with orange? I says no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, the matter with you? It doesn't rhyme with horn.
3: Uh, hamburger walks into a bar. Bartender says, "Hey, you get out of here. We don't serve food here."
9: Well, two guys come in the restaurant too, and they order. Here comes the waitress with a hamburger under her armpit. Why do you carry it under your armpit? Let's well, keep it warm till we get it to the customer. She walk, starts walking away, and his buddy says, Hey, waitress, cancel my order. Cancel your order? He says, What'd you order? She says, A hot dog.
3: <laughs> what did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet?
9: I don't know. Supplies. Supplies. <laughs> That's what the. Well, what that was an army joke there. And supplies. Jumped out in front of the supplies.
3: What did the termite say when he walked in the bar?
9: Words of bartender. Yeah, there you go. A (laughs) A lot of people don't get that, so you got to explain it to them.
3: (laughs) Well, you got to explain it to them. Maybe it's not funny.
9: No, it's just that they're too dense.
0: Um, and number three, uh, asking Gabe, have you seen blank random classic film? Uh, he likes it when we ask Gabe if he's seen
5: any particular movie. Because
4: the answer is always
5: no.
3: The answer is always no, but you know, and then you'll pretend that it's even a crazier name. <laughs>
5: And
0: then Tanya comes back to say, ooh, also the episode with Dave Perner. Dude was fucking brutal towards you. And ouch. Damn there is some dark fucking humor going on there. <laughs> mm,
6: yes. Undecedently on the Lifers podcast.
7: I love the game Marry One, Fuck One, Kill One. But I hate the game Who's Cooler, the Beatles or the Stones? That seems totally irrelevant to me. Right. Because the Beatles are cooler. So yeah, I don't have a favorite Beetle, if that's your question. Well, no, no. My question. I have a favorite member of Local H, and it ain't you. Yeah, I (laughs) know. That was a joke. That's what's known as a joke, my friend.
3: Listen, (laughs) if you're making a joke, you don't have to say it's a joke. It's just implied. Sometimes I wonder about you, Scott. Uh, I well, you know, you you remember that uh, what was it? Was it the Three's Company episode where he goes, "I'm laughing." Right here, I'm that guy who's like pointing to his inside. chest. I'm, la- I'm laughing inside. Where it I'm laughing it on the inside. I'm laughing in the inside. No, the question is, do you subscribe to a best beetle or do you reject the idea of a best beetle?
7: I wasn't asking you uh, who was the best beetle. I'm asking. You don't me. have to back I think I already answered. The I, question. I think if I think if people rewind, they'll see that I'm not backpedaling. What are you gonna tell me? who your favorite member of Rush is or something. It's Geddy Lee. Favorite member of the Clash or... It's Paul Simonin. So you're really like that, huh? Yeah. And somehow you still don't understand the marry one, fuck one, kill one thing. I think I do. I I think I fucking nailed it.
3: Yeah.
8: Yeah. Dave Dave is...
3: uh... Dave, Dave... It's funny, you know, I mean, it, it, I mean, this is the guy who was yelling fuck you to the cops on that replacements record, you know. I mean, it shouldn't surprise anybody that that's the, the way he talks, you know.
0: Uh, Max says, I grew up in Kenosha, so much of what is talked about the early days resonates with a bit of familiarity, even though I was not a part of the actual story. The generally friendly banter filled with gentle ribbing <laughs> between the hosts is comforting.
3: Comforting. comforting. We're like comfort food.
0: And then he's, yeah, he says that he mentioned to Ben outside of the Metro show that the episode with Justine was my favorite due to the fact that it reminded me that Scott is just a dude who's way better at music than I am. Who's? But it isn't just that episode, though. The one with Scott's dad and the ensuing joke battle was also very heartwarming. And literally every episode that there is a reference to how long Scott and Gabe have been friends makes me smile and really appreciate my personal friendships that have lasted the test of time. There's something comforting knowing that the members of my favorite band, right down to the tambourine player, are decent people that look out for their friends and legitimately care about their fans.
3: How's this hitting you, Gabe?
4: Uh, It's hitting pretty good. I mean, I like hearing warm stories. Like (laughs) It's, It's good to hear some positive feedback.
0: Go ahead then he says, if you didn't want a sappy answer, the episode that Gabe confessed that he thought Scott was saying, Hey John, inspired me to de- design a t-shirt that I was going to make and wear to the Metro show, but I got extra lazy. I added the background to share here, but imagine this on the front with God's gift keeps giving on the back. And he, he posted a picture, a sort of a Photoshop picture of Gabe holding the Hey Killer album cover, but it doesn't say Hey Killer. It says, Hey John
2: antecedently on the Lifer's podcast.
0: The thing I love about this tune too is the fact that you scream hey killer over and over at the end of it. Like all of a sudden you're like,
3: oh yeah, hey killer. That's right, it's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's something that that Gabe likes as well. You want not it? not that he likes that about this song, but that Gabe and I like songs that aren't title tracks, but actually are title tracks. Right, right. right. Gabe.
4: Let's, I didn't even know it did say "Hey Killer" in the song.
3: It's the last lines of the song, Gabe. Come on!
0: Too
8: have you listened to this then. record?
4: You know, are you familiar with the record "Hey Killer" by Local Age? What have I been thinking this whole time? What am I thinking? I don't even know. What are you saying? Right, let's keep, let's keep, What are you, keep you saying? Keep it saying? it said what he was saying.
3: Are you kidding? You don't know what it says? "Hey Killer" at the end. No. <laughs> I
4: thought you were always saying "Hey John." What are you saying, "Hey John"? No. Are oh. you joking? Are you fucking with me? Play it. Play the song. Hold <laughs> on a second. I'm going to find it. Pause.
3: Cut this up. Well, Gabe got a lot of uh, uh, support. Yes. Support for that Hey John thing, which shocked me. I mean, uh, I still think it's hilarious that you thought it was Hey John, but the amount of people that just came to your, to your aid on that really showed that this thing that you've been, been, this war that you've been waging against me has really started to, to get some traction and uh, <laughs> you are definitely winning.
4: It's not a war against hey. you.
3: It's just, <laughs> just stop. <laughs> hey, John, <laughs> come on.
4: <laughs> it's John the Baptist. Come on. I got to defend myself here. It's, of course it's John the Baptist. Have you blues. you
3: gone back and listened to it?
4: And clearly heard, killer. I actually haven't. I haven't gone back and listened to it because I don't want to change my thought on. I, See, I don't want to. That's do it.
3: exactly what I. He doesn't have room about. in his collection. <laughs> like I know, I, he does have room in his collection. It's right behind him in that box. All he has to do is turn around and listen to it, and he will not do it.
4: No, I'll do it. I'll do it after we're done here today, and I'll say, "Hold on a second, maybe so." I want you to do it right now while we're watching. It's a ten-minute song. Just listen to the end.
5: I say, hey, killer, four times maybe. I'll look it up while you guys are reading more reviews.
3: And we're going to watch you.
0: Okay. Travis Travis says, I still laugh at the exchange on episode five with Steve Rydell being one of those invisible touch people, and Scott's disgust with that. (laughs)
2: antecedently on the lifers podcast
0: this is not maybe the most popular genesis stance but the phil collins era of genesis yeah is is my shit
3: right right and and duke is your favorite record
0: it's uh duke is one that resonated with me way later um, because I was two when it came out. Um,
10: so I like I wasn't quite connecting with those songs. Like it was like when Invisible Touch was on the radio. That's when I sort of oh. under understood. <laughs> oh, sir. Just take it easy. Take oh, it easy. God.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you're not one of those Invisible
10: Touch people, are you? <laughs> I mean, I was like seven. <laughs> yeah. So yes, the answer is yes. yes. Uh, but you know, I I expanded in, into the entire Phil Collins uh, era catalog from there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of people that uh, find my
5: disgust funny or at least... Comforting, even. Like yeah. stuffing.
3: But you gotta admit, yeah. man, Invisible Comfort Type food. sucks. I mean, it really, really sucks. And I mean, I like Steve.
5: But... That's indefensible.
4: Maybe, maybe Ben should play this and you can share it. You can get this settled once and for all. Okay. Right around eight. Oh. Or, sorry, 5 20 in the song.
5: I mean, it is settled.
4: It's Hey Killer.
5: I no, mean, that's I was what there. It
4: is. It doesn't matter
3: what it, what you say it is. It's what people think it is because just See, that's that's where you're wrong, my friend. It does matter mm. what it is. It doesn't matter what people think it is. It matters what it is.
4: No, it's like the Vegemite sandwich in Men at Work uh, down under. For this I gotta people hear. People it. think it's some people started singing, the, you know, a, a piece of my sandwich or something.
3: <laughs> it's not it. No, no. But veg- it matters. Don't you understand? It matters that it's a Vegemite sandwich. Nobody who's right. in the know actually thinks it's a piece of my sandwich. They look at people who say right. piece of my sandwich and go, you poor, poor soul. <laughs> because it's about, it's, a- it's about Australia. It's Vegemite sandwich. That's the part that makes it Australian.
4: Yeah, just like this is John the Baptist Blues.
3: John. And on the, rec- the record, hey, killer. It's not hey, John. All right, go ahead. I, now, listen, we're listening to this not for the listeners or for me to go, oh, wow, I said, hey, John. We're listening to this for Gabe, so to see if he can hear now that he knows it's Hey killer and go, oh, yeah, obviously it's Hey killer. That's what this is about. Okay, Gabe? Got it? Yeah, but listen listen to okay. me now. Listen to and me listen now. I'm listening to you now. Believe in you later.
4: You have records from your past where you only had it on vinyl. Right. Okay. And at some point, it found a skip in the record. Right. Okay. Twenty years later, when you hear that song in the same spot, do you hear that skip still?
3: I don't hear it because that's crazy, but I know where the <laughs> skip is. And exactly, I'm that's my point. That you know, that's the my point. You didn't,
4: for- you didn't forget that that thing skipped when you played it as a kid. No. you kept it with you the rest of your well, life, just like Hey John once, is with me for the rest of my life.
3: Once I learned what the actual lyrics for dreams were i didn't think it was whatever nonsense that was in my head once i learned what they were at your house that one night i was like oh okay i can't remember what the lyrics
4: are but you can't unring the bell the bell is rung it's
3: it's there that is the most depressing thing you've ever said (laughs) the bell must be unrung if we are to survive as a species you can't (laughs) Can't put the toothpaste back in the bottle. You could, yeah, I, I have done it before. <laughs> Don't get all of it in there, but you get some of it in there. Now, let's see if we can get some of it back in there. Now, th- you know what I'm saying. When you, you mishear a lyric and then you find out what the real lyric is, you know, listening to it for the rest of your life, that it's, it's not, uh, <laughs> excuse me while I kiss this guy. Yeah, but you're always going to think about it when you hear it. Okay. Can you play it, Ben? I, 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 I can't.
0: Right, and, fr- and you know that Frankie Valley is singing, "My eyes adored you, not my eyes are tortured," which is what I thought it was for <laughs> the first five
4: years that I ever heard that song. I thought it was "My Eyes of Georgia." <laughs> Good line. There you go. All right, here we go. <laughs> That's it, right? That's all It actually sounded like you're doing a Reversal there It's, it's hey killer, hey John, hey killer, hey John or, or vice versa It wasn't just me, I still hear it Even though I'm telling you the truth <laughs> it's, It doesn't matter what you tell me It's what I hear
3: You can tell me Do you know how much of a, a trumper you sound yeah. like right now? <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, but you're trying to
5: tell me what I hear is, is not what I'm hearing. Gabe,
3: what did you just hear? When I said, Gabe, what did you hear? <laughs> I heard Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're telling me. <laughs> All right, well, I think we... That's I, the point. I think we've, um, think we've really... This is one for the psychology books, right? Yeah,
4: but I'm not, I'm not trying to convince you that you said, hey, John. That's not what I'm trying to convince you of. I'm trying to convince you that I hear... Hey, John,
3: I I'm aware. But what I'm saying is now that, you know, it's Hey, killer. Have you ever gone back and listened to it to see if now it sounds like Hey killer? That's all I was trying to say.
4: Uh, you, out of the four times where you say it, it sounds like it twice. The other two sounds like, Hey, John.
3: Hmm.
4: And even Ben, he's shaking his head for me. Back me up.
3: Back him up, Ben.
0: I, 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 under, I totally get what Gabe's saying. I never knew what you were singing at the end of that song. And I I think it, I think it, it sounds as much like John, at least two of those times as it does killer. In my defense. I totally believe you that you're saying hi, that you're saying, Hey, killer every single time. The
3: record's called Hey, killer.
0: Yeah. But the song is called John the Baptist blues.
3: (laughs) Ben's got my back. But it's not called Hey, John the Baptist blues. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay so hang on a second okay. do you think that there are no other instances on this album where you say the word hey and it's not followed by the word killer because uh, i think you probably say hey other times on this album
3: hey you... no no i don't know listen it's perfectly it, maybe you don't say hey it's perfectly possible Perfectly sad. That yes, it sounds like hey John, but it's not as entertaining for me to concede to Gabe that it sounds like hey John. (laughs) That's the point. That's the point of this whole podcast. And that's
4: you're the one that's being stubborn. You're the pants. (laughs)
3: That's the meatloaf and the stuffing (laughs) of this show. And so, for us to unravel that would turn it into something else, and it would take away people's enjoyment. Having said that, I think it's funny that
0: it is funny and, but it's funny that it's one of those things. I think we talked about this the first time that it's, it's like that dress that everybody saw is either gold or black and that other thing that where it looked like two different words in some picture or some shit. Right. Um,
3: but what color is that dress?
0: Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I still don't know the answer to that.
3: There can only be one answer.
0: Right, but I'm saying there were people that came on after that episode and said, "I always thought it was, Hey John." Also, like I'm with
3: Gabe. I hear Hey yeah. John. So, Gabe's army, right? Yeah, right. Gabe's army. They, they they hate the French Dispatch, right? They think it's Hey John, and they love Chipotle. Chipotle. Now we haven't talked about that so, in a while. Yeah,
4: nobody yeah, even you brought still that up. On have yet to eat it. You have yet to eat Chipotle's cat. So I'm waiting.
3: I'm waiting. You listen to Let It Be, the the replacements record, and I'll eat a dung bag from Chipotle <laughs> right after I have
5: my colonoscopy. Do I have to play
4: both sides, uh, A and B? Do I have to play both sides? <laughs> All right, I, I have I have a monster, I have a marathon shipping day that I have to do when when these mixed three vinyl come to me uh-huh. on blue, purple, <laughs> orange, and rainbow color vinyl. Uh-huh. There's still, some left at GMP Records and the Brutal Panda. Yeah, but I will put it on in the background when I'm now you got
3: to crank that these shit packages
4: up. together. Well, I'll play it as long as I, as I can tolerate
3: <laughs> and uh, I'll let you know how it goes. I love I'll the way it you know says how, how much you can tolerate the replacement,
8: <laughs> I'll put it and, then,
3: tolerate. and then you will tell me how Chipotle tastes. And uh, by the way, Gabe, you've been two for two with some pretty heavy hitters. On On this Iron Maiden replacements thing. You got Juliana this week, and then last week you got Jay Robbins.
8: So if you can't listen
3: to those guys on this, I don't know who you can listen to. Good point. All all I'm saying, all I'm saying, you don't have to listen to me. You don't have to listen to Ben, and you definitely don't have to listen to me. But are you going to listen to Juliana and Jay?
4: Neither one of them had any taste for Iron Maiden whatsoever. So, I mean, it doesn't hold me. But it's really not even about it's that. It's about difference. your resistance to,
0: yeah, to checking out side. the replacements. Yeah. You can like both.
3: It isn't a, it isn't a versus thing. Right. But see, that's the thing. Yeah, but here's here the Ga- thing It's part of Gabe's... Uh, no, it's not just me. It's not just me. No, it's part of your, uh, your personality. That, you know, you no. obstruct. <laughs>
4: we haven't had a single person. And this goes deeper. This
0: is. We haven't. I've been surprised that in all of the guests that we've asked about, nobody has said, no, I'm not a replacements fan.
4: I think, I think you're right. But here's my point. You go to any metalhead from the 80s and you ask them what they think of the replacement. They're going to say, who the hell are replacements? They're going to say that. Yeah, but you're not just a metalhead. No, but I am a metalhead. I'm not just a metalhead. You're not but just I a metalhead.
3: Metal. So uh, that's what Correct. I'm saying. You're not just a metalhead. So if you want it's, to it's be just a their- metalhead, no. then I will go, okay, right, you have a point. And if you were just a metalhead, I wouldn't even ask you the fucking question. And see, <laughs> I'm not asking the question. You guys are asking the question. I just want, happened one day to bring up, hey, you should listen to Let It Be. It's a good record. I'm going to play
5: it.
4: I'll play it as I'm... Shipping out these records, and yeah, there's metal on
3: that record, by the way, as well as punk. Yeah, yeah.
4: what's with yeah. that? Yeah. Let's see. yeah, we'll
3: see how metal. Let's see how metal. <laughs> Death to false metal.
4: <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, let's get let's get some real metalheads on the on the
3: show, and then ask, ask them the question. Uh, who you want, Keith? Keith from high school. For sure, he's, he'll be he's on my. He's going to be on the next episode.
0: What? Let's get Is the it? guy. Let's get the lead singer, the guy who's going on a spoken word tour from our Iron Maiden. Let's. Have, I,
3: I bet he. I bet he's not Bruce Dickinson. Yeah, yeah Bruce sure. I, know. I talked to him yeah. the other night. He's coming on uh, in
4: <laughs> April. I heard he's not very friendly to talk to. But did uh, you hear that from Blockinger? Uh, yeah, he said he, said he but,
3: hates Americans. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know who Brian Blockinger reminds me of? He reminds me of like the metalhead Kramer. Blockinger's the metal. Why? He just got stories about everybody. He just knows everybody. And he, he just is that
0: Kramer's MO that he has stories about everybody?
3: Bob Sacamano.
8: <laughs> I, I think, I, no. I think
3: Blockinger's like the, the uh, metalhead Forrest Gump or like the metalhead Amelie. He's always around, you know. <laughs> the metalhead Where's Waldo. Forrest Gump sounded harsh. I didn't mean it like that. I meant uh, he's, like the, for, he's like the metalhead uh, Zelig.
0: I'm trying to wrap my head around him being the metalhead Amelie. That, 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 but, that, the that's Amelie? An amazing. Is it Amelie the French version yeah.
3: of Forrest Gump? Yeah. Uh, no. Gabe, you and I saw She's Amelie. She's not the in French, French version City. of Forrest Gump. No chance I saw this. Yes, movie. you did. I don't know. What... You saw it. You saw it
4: with me. I would never, I would never have seen it. I hated movie. it. And you, you liked did. It. Oh. No, no chance. How do you spell it? Amelie. A M E L I E. Cute, sexy, French waif. Amy. And Audrey she, Tattoo.
0: She gets into mischief.
4: I saw this movie? Yes. Apparently
0: you
8: did.
3: No way. You don't think There's Amelie me. is the French version of
5: Forrest Gump?
8: No. Okay. No chance. Of-
3: he came in the background. Who says this movie? I haven't seen this movie.
8: Why is he saying I have
3: seen this movie. Ringing a bell?
4: I'm watching a trailer right now. No, no chance I saw this movie. No <laughs> this way. You can't unring, Gabe. <laughs> in French, too? No. What do you think I sent through this? <laughs> 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 Gotta be kidding. <sighs> Emily Puda? What? Emily Puda? What are you talking about? No.
3: All right. Well, you did.
0: Teresa says, <laughs> I, like ro- I like the Road Report episodes a lot. Really loved hearing John and Agne- Agnello and all the recording history. And, of course, Kelly and Troy, because I'm fans of their bands. Oh, and Scott's dad was a great guest. And then Jason chimes in to say, so yeah. John, you- yeah, go ahead, John okay. Agnello.
3: Sorry. I, I always forget that someone else is going to chime in. I'm sorry, Ben. It's, it's okay. Jason
0: says the road reports were very entertaining. Plus, it was great that they were able to tour again, even if it was interrupted. And then he says two words, Scott's dad. And Jackie says, Jason, I loved all the dad (laughs) jokes. And then Jason says, yep, those were some top shelf dad jokes.
3: Okay, now we can talk about it. How did this start? See, if I wait until the... After all the other comments, I forget what started it. People I'm like the, they like the road reports, started. and they like the fact that you actually did go oh. on tour. But then there was John in Yellow. And John in Yellow, sorry, yes. And John was the first guy that uh, Gabe was like, holy shit, I've got all this guy's records. Like, I mean, you would have known John to pick him out of a lineup, would you, Gabe? No,
4: I'd never met him before and never talked to him, so I wouldn't be able to. He's had his hand on a lot of
3: But would you have even records. recognized his name if a you know a piece of mail had come to your house and it said John Agnell?
5: Yeah, I've heard his name enough. Okay. That's it? Yes, I
4: forgot what, what he had a hand in, but he's had a, had a hand in a lot of records.
3: Okay, but well, I'm... over on uh, Twitter, they're saying, oh, Gabe's story about falling asleep with the baked moustacholi and waking up covered <laughs> in it. Also gave me a deep laugh. What was that story? Yeah,
8: what, I barely remember that.
3: that?
4: <laughs> I remember the story. I, was, I had an all-night session of poker, and I got some <laughs> baked mess the next day in the afternoon, and I fell asleep with it in my lap because I fell right asleep. I told you my sleep apnea. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you had sleep apnea back then?
4: Uh, it wasn't that long
5: oh.
3: ago. Probably 15 years ago
0: Got some more Twitter
3: My favorite moment Was Wes tricking Gabe With those trivia cards Hmm. Trivia cards
4: Yeah Wes had trivia cards You
3: remember He had like this? a game Yeah Oh
4: He had like a, a Emo trivia game Or something Or it wasn't emo It was like rock Where he was talking about uh, Papa Roach and stuff
3: Oh that's right And you And you You figured it out
2: last year on the lifers podcast
3: hey i have some um rock and roll trivia
0: cards that someone gave me (laughs) i've been asking people these on the phone lately when i do phone calls but i got a good one here it's a great new segment for us um let's go this is a good one for uh for gabe i think Mm -hmm. which band had a hit with last resort Papa Roach. Oh,
7: I fucking knew it. You fucking love Papa Roach, dude. That, that's a great song. What are you talking about?
3: It is it. not a great song. That's what? a great song. Listen,
4: I went I went like 15 years without ever hearing Stop. the edited version of this. Disqualifying
0: yourself from the rest of no, 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 no.
3: This is my last Listen. resort. <laughs> Cut myself into pieces. Yes. Oh God.
9: Okay.
8: Mm.
3: Yeah.
4: And I, I knew the answer to a Papa Roach question. And every time I get a, 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 a ping on my phone that says, Papa Roach sent you a message, I think of Wes. <laughs> Wait, Papa Roach sends you messages? You're, oh, yes. you're following Papa Roach? No, not on Twitter. It's on uh, Bands in Town. Why the, the are concert. you
3: following Papa Roach on Bands in Town?
4: I don't have to follow them. They're, they're connected to a band that I follow. I get that from Eddie Vedder today. Eddie Vedder sent you a message. He did not send me a message. He sent me a message. What band are you? What, you f- say. what band
5: are
0: you following that Papa Roach gets into your feet
8: through?
4: I don't know. It's just <laughs> uh, you. You tell them what kind of bands you 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 dig, and, and it oh, okay. Tells you. I mean, Social Distortion, Ooh. suicidal tendencies. I get a message from them all the time. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> suicidal tendencies has a message for you.
3: <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it's usually all I wanted was a Pepsi. <laughs>
0: uh, Kristen Dobbin says the episode with Justine and how much shit she gave you, including the Are You With Us, the episode with your dad and the jokes back and forth. Kelly Way was very entertaining to listen to and all the Metro stories. When is Joe Shanahan's episode coming? Kristen wants to know.
3: I have asked Joe and I got radio silence. I don't always get radio silence from Joe, but I got it then. And so uh, I'm going to give him a while. And maybe Kelly Way is listening and she can work on Mr. Shanahan. We'll see. He's, he's got a lot of good stories. He told me a really good story about a gray suit in France involved uh, Eagles of Death Metal. So hopefully we can get him on, talk about that. You got another Twitter? Shout out to the review from last year that said, this is bad, but it's going to be really good. Wildly accurate. Uh, do you remember that somebody had, somebody uh, early somebody on said yeah very early on no nah, make no mistake this is bad but uh, but I <laughs> I think what he said was not it's going to be really good he said but it could be really good
0: and so this person is is saying right on, that's was, how it turned
5: out that we that's got that's how it. it saying it turned out that that we 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 honed this thing over a year into a
0: Fine shank. Dante says, a few stand out. Andy Gerber was a good How the Sausage Was Made episode. Also loved the track-by-track Hey Killer breakdown and the Road Report episodes were fun.
8: Hmm.
3: I got one, uh, when somebody says Chipotle conversations, Ah. and he says, but seriously, when you guys talk movies. So this guy likes the movie talk. One out of
4: 30 of them, yes. right? <laughs> well,
3: which... <laughs>
0: it's the same one out of Honestly, 30 that talks about Chipotle, so fuck
8: you. <laughs> <laughs> the,
3: the stuff that gets cut out the most is when we talk about movies. Would you say that's an accurate assessment there, Ben? Yeah,
0: we lost most of our Dead Zone conversation last week. Broke my heart. Because I feel like we've had it. before. I know, I
3: know. You're right. And and the other thing is, it sort of derailed where we were going. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're sitting there, and you and you, <laughs> you hear dead zone. You're like, huh? Yeah. You wake up. And you're like, I want to talk about dead zone.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't even that. I just flat out brought it up. We weren't going anywhere near it. And I just said. Settle an argument for us. <laughs> I just went launched right into well,
3: Crash. Yeah, you were talking about the Cronenberg. Crash. And
0: I said, and I really so just as soon stopped as you us. Cronenberg. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yes. Yeah. And every time Cronenberg comes up, that's your t- second to get in there and go, Dead Zone.
0: Well, it, it, was, it was more that we were talking about soundtracks and Cronenberg and that. And, and it's really stuck in my craw for all low these many months that you're not a fan of the Michael. Uh, came in the score it's his worst soundtrack
3: it's terrible
0: (laughs) um it's awful kim says they're all great episodes but the ones i go back and listen to multiple times are often the ones where you guys just shoot the shit the one with just with justine was chef's kiss the road reports were really fun i'd love to hear more about the other albums like you guys did with hey killer andy gerber was great james van osdall Jill Hopkins, Lauren O'Neill, Kelly Way, all great. Shit, I forgot the It's a Wonderful Lifers episode. So good. And then Teresa says, Yes, I also forgot about It's a Wonderful Lifers. That was great.
3: What do you got? What do you got over in the Twitter sphere? Because yeah. somebody here on tw- the Twitter sphere says, Episode 46, It's a Wonderful Lifers. It truly felt like we righted a wrong on Christmas Eve watching the movie with Gabriel for his first time. So, a lot of people seem to talk about that episode, and maybe we should do another episode. I mean, sorry, say we do one next Christmas. What would it be? Home Alone? Die Hard? Did you say you'd never seen Die Hard, Gabe?
4: You're right. I've never really seen Die Hard. I don't remember watching it. What about Home Alone? Have you seen that?
3: Yeah, I've seen it. Maybe it should be Die Hard. Uh, but this this is a very long tweet, uh, especially by tweet st- standards. Mm-hmm. It goes on to say also, I loved Gabe's reaction to French dispatch. I tried to fall asleep during the middle of it too. <laughs> 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 That's funny. <laughs> he wasn't as lucky as now me. here's one
0: I, here's one I like.
3: Well, he doesn't have to go on a podcast to defend that decision.
0: uh Wesley says every. Wesley says, every time the dog howls in the background, I take a shot of whiskey. And Max says, this is how traditions get started. And Wesley, said, Wesley says, every episode is a drinking game. And Ryan says, I joked about this to myself. Drink anytime the following are mentioned. Iron Maiden, The Replacements, Chipotle, or The Beatles.
3: Yes. Yeah, when are we going to stop
5: talking about Get Back? I mean, are, is there anything that we should just put a... Put a cap on, put a, just say no more,
0: we're done. Listen, I don't think that, I mean, other than, other than a few times when we've just deliberately done the Replacements Iron Maiden thing, I think that everything sort of comes out organically. Like, we're not trying to get into Chipotle references or, or dog howls. It's just shit that happens. It's just recurring themes. you teams. sure?
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. You don't think Gabe is saving up his Chipotle cracks for the whole week? Like, something will happen. And I'll be like, oh, I can't wait to fucking get Scott with this Chipotle thing.
4: And I haven't been eating a whole lot of Chipotle. There, there's, the closest Chipotle out
3: here is like 30 miles away. Well, I, I think uh, next week I'll be in the area to check out that taco place that you guys were talking about on the beach. So yep. I, I think we'll make a trip over there. Then, then we can do the lifer's hat trick. That would be great.
5: Um, we. So uh, what, what, what
3: bit do you want to retire, Gabe?
4: Bit do I want to retire? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think we should retire any bit. There's, there, there, it should come naturally. Let it flow, and if it doesn't sound good, just cut it up. Yeah, it's like we haven't the talked stretches. about that dog bag. I don't and- want to be. I don't want to be Joe Rogan. How how, I was just
3: thinking that. How did you know I was thinking Joe Rogan?
4: I don't know. I just said,
3: uh, "Don't put any muzzle
4: on me," because I don't want to be Joe Rogan. Oh come
3: on! Oh man, I'm joking. But just saying, you're right. There's no reason. If it doesn't sound good, cut it out. Like like this whole bit right now.
0: We like we haven't talked about that TJ Maxx dog bag in weeks, but um, but if it comes up again, it'll come up again. Like tonight, it looks right. like he's wearing a dunce cap. What is that on top of the bag there?
4: <laughs> it's just the angle of the thing. There's there's a, it's a bag. You can see the bag. It's hanging oh oh oh. It's the the the, it's the, the, handle.
0: the handle. But then in that Marshall thing, is that one of those <laughs> like dunce cap? Is that one of those Bluetooth speakers that Marshall puts out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Bluetooth. So that's what yeah, you're going to be. Marshall's that's speaker. what you're going to be cranking the replacements through on uh, mail yes, delivery. But it is
3: it
4: is mono. It's not stereo, and it's definitely not what do you call that uh, headphone stuff you, that
3: Scott was. Atmos spatial audio. <laughs> you mean? Yeah, not spatial. You audio, should take just a one speaker. You should take a video of you listening to uh, that record with your shoes in the way with your uh, Converse. Or, in your case, your crocs, your, your shit strewn crocs. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they're clean. I haven't smeared them in the
5: dog poop. Because yet. they're rubber. All shoes have rubber bottoms. Should most of them get me there.
0: <laughs> All right. There's only a few more on Facebook. Somebody said they, uh, B. Thomas said he loved the dissection of the Genesis. It's going to get better. And the one with Troy.
3: Uh, well, we haven't done that since the Genesis. We haven't gone through a song and, and torn it apart. Ben, are there any
5: songs you'd like to see us tear apart? Literally? I
0: mean, yeah, sure. You want me to mention them, Such now? As? No, no, no. I've been obsessed with this White Reaper song now for two years. This uh, might be right. And what's the song? Might be right. I just wow, think it it's, so, I think it's like the perfect, worthy. I think it's the most perfect power pop song I've ever heard. Like I could listen to it every day and never get sick of it. And I don't exactly know what's hmm. so magical about it, but every part of it seems perfect.
5: What about you, Gabe? What song, what song uh, fascinates you? Maybe, uh, either Too Late or Fool Him by Def Leopard.
4: Something from Pyromania with a double
3: pre-chorus. Foolin would be good. foolin has got a lot of choruses. We could, wow, take a drink every time a chorus comes.
0: (laughs) I want to do that with Cheap Tricks. Tonight, it's you.
3: That's good. Some good stuff. Do an episode on songs with double choruses or double or triple choruses. Um, I think we could do a whole episode on Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner by... uh, Iron Maiden I mean, it, I'm down it with would that would take us a whole episode to listen to the song How long is it? it's 13 minutes. 13 minutes, minutes and forty five seconds Ten it in and out,'t put it don't put it don 't put it don't put it, don't put it don't put it pam pam it don't put it do put it, do put it, do put it on.
4: You ready, Gabe? I think so. Go.
8: Hear <laughs> the rhyme of the ancient mariner. Hey,
4: do you remember when in Philly, we were on tour with Limb Lifter, mm-hmm. and they started breaking out, was it How Be thy Name? Oh. During soundcheck? Great song. And, uh, you know, I, I got up there and sang it because... You did? Oh, yeah. It, it wasn't during the set. It was during a uh, sound check. And they did Howl Be Thy Name. Pretty sure it was Howl Be Thy
5: Name. Did they do it because uh, they knew you were a Maiden fan? No.
4: I think they were just doing it. And I'm like, oh, I'm going up there. I think it was "How It Be Thy Name.
3: It might be their best song.
4: I, I might agree with you there. I, I was trying to think of a better one. No, I
3: meant limp, Limb Lifter's best song. <laughs> 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 What else you got there, Ben?
0: Uh, Jackie said, well, first of all, Michael McMahon says the one Justine was on was awesome. So I don't know.
3: <laughs> what a dad. <laughs>
0: um, Jackie says, I loved the Jeff Murphy interview. Finally, somebody mentions that Jeff Murphy interview, which I think yeah, is a highlight wow. for sure. She I mean, says, I was... remember rewinding. She says, I remember rewinding and re-listening to portions of it several times. I also really loved the Matt radkey interview and hearing radkey's backstory and let's not forget kelly way's interview i was laughing so damn hard and yes the hate killer ones were super cool even though i know you hated talking about your own work it was great to
3: get the artist's take on those songs so there you go yeah that that jeff episode was i mean that was that was history and you knew it when it was happening you know what i mean did you feel that
8: hmm yeah
3: I mean, it was one of those things Gabe, when, did you feel it? when I was editing it, I was kind of like, I can't cut any of this stuff out, and there's no way I can get this down to an hour and a half. It's just got to be three hours because that's what it is.
5: Gabe, this is where you say something. Uh, I remember the episode and how crucial it was to the story of Local H.
3: Are you done?
4: Have you have you had a, it? Have
3: you had enough with with the podcasting tonight?
4: No, I, I, I'm just saying that, that episode had
3: a lot of historical references to how <clears throat> the early days of local H. Yeah, but it's it was interesting because like everything we had done and gone through, they'd already done. And yes, it, and decades earlier. Yeah, well, one decade earlier. They're not that old. Well, yeah but you know but it was interesting that like i remember thinking at the time when we, we were started recording with them it's like well why don't you do this or why you don't don't you do that and i didn't realize it's because they don't want to do this or they don't want to do that you know like i was like well if you could thinking in my head if you could change this or change this part of your sound you could stay up with the times or something, you know, something stupid like that. And just realizing that, well, why can't I do that? Because you can't, you know, once you're you, most people, once you're you, you're you. And, and there's some, there's a certain amount of pride in that, you know? And so thinking like all the things that they went through that I thought were traps were actually badges of honor that, that I didn't see until, I had to go through them myself years later. So hearing him lay all that out, I was like, yeah, dude, I totally get it, you know? And for me to be older now than I was when I first met them, you know, it, it, it's kind of, it's interesting. It was interesting. It was a,
5: it was a weird snake-eating-the-tail type of episode for me.
8: it's
5: oh. a good analogy.
4: <laughs> it's the wagging the dog, or whatever you want to say. A walk in the dog.
3: <laughs> what else?
0: Well, we've been recording now for
4: three hours and fifty-four minutes. <laughs> <Okay. so we've laughs> <been> Two <42 laughs> episodes worth of stuff here. I think. Uh, I think, think there was the there, synopsis. Hold on. That the the summary of the people's replies is they like our. Catches catch can episodes.
3: <laughs> what the fuck?
4: <laughs> I've been waiting all day to use that phrase. Hey,
3: <laughs> anything goes.
4: Just
3: let it go. Let it rip. Uh-huh. So we should just keep doing what we're doing, basically. Yeah. But the last interview with Juliana, was it better than the first interview with Juliana? And was it better? because we tried to nail down some ideas or some aspects of what makes her uh, a lifer, a dyed-in-the-wool lifer. Do you feel like... you?
0: I mean, I think you you did come out and ask her a couple questions right away that steered her on the path, but I also think that she... Was um, she came to play and she had a lot of really interesting lifer stuff to say. I think it was a mutual sort of um, cha- re- a, a mutual do over thing that I thought was amazing. Like, I think that tonight's interview with her was amazing. I, and I thought the first one was fun and fine and, you know, awkward because it was our first time doing an right. interview and there were a technical problems. There were all kinds of technical problems That's that right. night, too. I
3: remember. And we still had technical problems um. with her tonight, <laughs> yeah. but not too bad. Right, right. She sounded much better tonight. Well, I, I, I honestly, you know, I mean, I know there's too many podcasts. I get it, but I'm actually proud of what we've done here, and you know, and I'm kind of proud of the way that we've gone about it. It's just like stumbling into it. Um, so, you know, it's not perfect. Gabe doesn't want to listen to any of the episodes, but you know, I, I, I think it's, I think it's useful, fairly sort of useful, you know, not helpful, but, but semi useful. <laughs> it's, it's entertaining. People like it. It's supposed to be entertaining. I think.
4: I don't, I don't listen to it because I, okay. I'm listening to it now. All right. All
3: right. No, no, I get it. I get it. Gabe, it, it was just a joke. It's just a joke. <laughs> That's all it is.
0: I've had an absolute blast, and I want to thank both of you for welcoming me into the family and allowing me to do this with you, and I can't wait for our second year.
3: All right. Word.
5: Same here. Oh. Uh-oh. There's, our fa- there's the best
3: guest. Somebody's, somebody's home. Oh, we can all go out. Yeah. All right. I got to go. <laughs> the wife is home. Okay. Bye.
8: Went out walking through the wood the other day,
7: and the world was a carpet laid before me. The birds were bursting and the air smelled sweet and strange. Seemed about a hundred years ago. Mary and I, we were up upon the gate, just gazing at some in the sky. Oh, what tender days we had! No. Yeah.